Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. Thanks for coming, JD. Oh, thanks for having me, Matt. Uh, So glad you could make it. I was wondering, just off the top of my head, not sure why I was wondering this, but did anything good or not good happen to you this week? Well, not good, actually, Matt. I think you got me sick somehow over the the continental United States. You passed whatever you had on to me, maybe, I think. Um, do you think that's possible? No, I don't think it's possible. But I did get sick at the at my whole Memorial Day. I was on the couch with a wicked sinus infection. Okay, that's not what I had. I, I had... Well, did you have fever? No fever. Okay. Did you have... Life-altering diarrhea. Well, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> that was – you asked me this morning, do you have anything good or bad for this show? Mm. And I texted back, yeah, I got something. And I was just going to complain about my uh, my sinus infection. But half an hour ago, uh-huh. I was getting into the shower and I just shit on my own floor. Oh, my God. Come on. Yeah. It's never happened to me before. Never. <laughs> oh my god too well, hot hope, for the hope pod you weren't eating hope you weren't eating and listening to this i often do uh listen to podcasts while i eat i hope people aren't doing that right now uh look i wouldn't be a good host if i didn't ask you some follow-up questions <laughs> okay, even though i'm i'm loath to just to be clear outside the shower it was outside the shower i was just about to step in so fully nude mm-hmm and I had just had a, you know, I was just finished on the toilet. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Right? So I was just like, all right, I don't know, maybe it's just like a follow-up <laughs> fart or something. <laughs> follow-up fart. And, like, and I just, I actually just sort of extended my butt out a little, like the copper tone baby, just mm-hmm. for funsies just by a myself. Cute little, a cute little, you know, I'm going to let this toot go before I get into the shower because sure. I don't want it in you the shower with You don't want it in the shower me. with the no. hot water steaming it up. And it was just a, ugh, like, and that has never happened to me before. It just, ugh. And, and it, uh, I mean... How did you feel about yourself? Did you feel father time? Like, did you did you take it as a Jesus? I'm getting old. Uh, were you embarrassed? I guess not, because you're sharing it on the show right now. In I front mean, of thousands I am. Of people, em- I am embarrassed. But what what can you do? Listen, I here's here's what I'm blaming it on. Okay, I was Rachel gave me these intense decongestants for my sinus uh-huh. infection. Right? Yeah. Which made me feel very weird all day. Like well, it's, yesterday, it's just meth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Pseudoephedrine so I, or whatever. Yeah, and it did relieve the pressure in my face, which was not not to be. I'm not much of a complainer when it comes to this stuff, but it was it was I was very uncomfortable. Yeah, you're complaining more about your sinuses than shitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I took this drug. I basically methed myself up, sat on the couch, <laughs> watched five episodes of Yellowstone, which I'd never seen before. Very uh-huh. good, by the way. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah. So I thought I was, like, in the clear. I've been feeling off all day, and I've been having some tummy troubles, as we like to say. And then this incident happened, and I've... Uh, I, I, 
It's not good. That's you asked me if something not good happened this week. That's top of the list, right it, there. It could be a diuretic. I mean, hey, if you're on meth and you listen to this show, write in. Let us know <laughs> if, if shitting uncontrollably is a side effect of taking that sweet, sweet amphetamine. <laughs> I, I mean, all jokes aside, like I was on this medication and it made me feel weird. I can't even imagine how meth makes you feel. Like I mean, I've never done it, obviously, but. I mean, drugs, I'm very interested in all of them, have never once been interested in that drug. (laughs) It's not, uh, it doesn't seem cool or fun. No, no. Uh, So anyways, well, next time, just try to make it into the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, here's here's how it is. I moved, usually I sit in Trey's chair for this. Yeah. I moved my chair over just in case. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I can well, literally sh- <clears throat> shit myself at any time on this show at any time. So okay, I'll try not to say anything too exciting <laughs> or hilarious. Um, my good or bad thing. Uh, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. You tell me. First of all, are you drinking fucking coffee right now? No, it's tea. Okay. It's just like not like with caffeine. I hope. black tea. That is has caffeine in it. Well, what's wrong with that? What's also a diuretic. You need to be just shoving white rice in your mouth right now. I don't want to eat anything. Uh, okay, maybe just some chamomile, some ginger, something oh, light on the chamomile. tummy. Okay, Ugh. don't. I don't. No more caffeine okay. for you. All right. All right. Okay. No dairy. Yep. Let's keep it safe. <laughs> this podcast is sacred. Um, okay, so you tell me if this is good or bad. I returned food, okay. but here's the at, uh, at a restaurant. Okay, no, uh, but not just yeah. any restaurant, a sports bar. Returning food at a sports <laughs> bar. That's pretty low when you think about it. Oh, I think it happens at a sports bar more than anywhere, really. Why do you think that? Uh, you know, it's just like usually deep fried wings. and Yeah. I, I mean, I know when I worked in uh, a sports bar-y type uh, place – People sent back wings and shit all the time because they were undercooked or right, okay. overcooked, too much sauce, you know, that kind of thing. People are really weird about their wings. Uh, you know, it is a good point because let's say you're, you're at a nicer restaurant and they serve you something. You might think like, geez, I'm at a nice restaurant with like a professional chef whose right. <laughs> craft is on display. He's really thought of this menu. Do I... Uh, am I going to claim to know as much as the chef when I send back this risotto for being too, I don't know, like not <laughs> moist enough or something? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so people just sit there and eat it. But if it's a wing, you know you know what a wing tastes like. Exactly. But same situation here. Ordered tots. Uh, this was to watch uh, Game 7 of uh, the Eastern Conference Finals nice. over the weekend. And uh, they were – I bit into one and – at first, I was just like, oh, they're cold. That's a bummer. They must have been sitting at the pass too long. Then I had the second one. I was like, no. You know what happened? These are obviously frozen. Yeah. And they did not deep fry them long enough. And they're basically frozen in the center. Right. So it was an, it was an easy return because you didn't have yeah. to really see. It's not like I didn't like the <laughs> I didn't like the tots. It's just the tots are frozen. Right. Yeah, uh, but you know what, though? Sending them back because they've been in the pass too long is perfectly valid. You definitely should send them back. If your tots are not hot, send them back. Yeah, but but again, like if someone grills a piece of salmon for you and like it comes and it's not the, you know, it's lukewarm or whatever, you might be tempted to eat it. Because uh, you also might be like, shit, if they go have to go back and re-prepare this whole dish. 
Right. And unless they're just going to shove it in the microwave or something. I don't want to bother waiting. But with tots, you're like, they're just going to throw them back in the deep fryer. Not necessarily. Or throw new ones in the deep fryer. Yeah, then that's what you want. Yeah. Um, that's but, perfectly reasonable. Yeah, okay, thank you, thank you. Did you so, get attitude for it? Or? Uh, no, like it was like a, a beat. It was like, yeah, can we send these back? <laughs> uh, okay. I was like, well, they're frozen. Right. You know, so then it's hard to argue with that. It's right. It's a pretty unarguable, inarguable thing that frozen, right. frozen food that's not ice cream is bad. You're right. There is that sort of, I know what you're saying. There is that sort of like, oh, I'm sorry, your frozen tots aren't good enough for you, sir. You know, like, where do you think you are? Yeah, where well, exactly. were you? About? Or Can you like, say where you were? I guess you shouldn't. Uh, no, I was at a, a sports bar. I was with, uh, you know, former Is This Good guest, Joe Mandy. Oh, And Joe I have Mandy. to say, I have to give him credit. He was the one that, that had the waiter with the interaction. Oh, okay. Had the interaction with the waiter is what right, I meant to right. say. Uh, was very but he's a big time celebrity, so we, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you dare serve these frozen tots to <laughs> I, a man that has his own Netflix special? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Uh, but I, the question I want to ask you is: Is watching a game at a sports bar good? Mm. Is watching any event at like I, I know you just had the season finale of Survivor, which you're big into. Uh, Would yeah. you ever consider watching? Like the Survivor finale at a bar? Um, I would consider it, yeah. But I have uh, our our man, uh, Wendell, who built the table that I'm sitting at right now. He's, the, the, uh, the table that you're about to take a dump on? <laughs> potentially. Uh, he He's a one-time winner, two-time player. Mm-hmm. Um, he throws parties all the time. And I have not been to one, but I have heard from other uh, people who have gone uh, to these events is that mm, there's a lot of mingling, there's a lot of talking. Survivor is something you need to hear. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, probably, I would probably would prefer to watch Survivor at home, you know, so I can focus, laser focus on it. Well, Wendell's also a celebrity, so I guarantee you would not get frozen tots at that party. That, uh, yeah, that is a very good point. Now, watching a sporting event at, the, at a bar, <sighs> did they have the sound on? Yes, they did have the sound on. And it was an engaged crowd. Uh, Obviously, there was a lot more Boston fans than uh, Heat fans. Okay. Uh, Very, very very Boston-heavy crowd. Now, the the bar is called, I'll say what it's called. It's called 33 Taps. Now, 33 Larry Bird? Or is it like, do you think they just literally decided 33 is the right number of beers to have on tap? Like (laughs) Baskin and Robbins. Right, yeah, yeah. You know. How many flavors they had? Uh, 31. 31 flavors. What? No. Baskin-Robbins, 31 That's the flavors. famous thing, Baskin-Robbins, 31 flavors? Yeah. Why was I thinking 48 flavors? <coughs> I don't know. All right. 48 flavors, that's too much. <laughs> okay, well, is 33 taps too many? <laughs> yes, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, anyway, so the, the sound was on, but, like, it is just hard to pay attention. You, you know, depending where you're sitting, you're, you might not... Like, for instance, where we were sitting... I was looking at one screen, but the people sitting on the other side mm. of the table were looking at a totally different screen, so right. couldn't really talk during the game, right. you know, just at commercials and stuff. But I have to yeah. say, even though the sand was on, I, I kind of didn't really realize Tatum was injured for the first little while. I was just like, wow, Tatum seems like he kind of sucks right now. But right. I didn't fully pick up that he was, you know, had hurt himself. Yeah. So there's It was like the first play of the game. I know. Right? There's things you miss. Yeah. 
So it's always yeah, better. Sure. My my rule is it's worth it because I uh, the experience is not as good, but it's worth it if you're watching the game in the city yes. of of the team you're cheering for. Yeah. Like I have many good memories of watching like Canadian Montreal Canadiens playoff games mm-hmm. in Montreal. Yeah, that's exciting. Everyone's going nuts. Yeah, on a neutral site like in LA, I don't know. It's it's not it's not as good an experience as you think it's going to be. Right. Yeah, for sure. And also, I would. This is very specific to me. Uh, what do they do during the commercials? Like the bar, what did they do? They left the sound up. Ugh, I hate that. You want there to be a DJ and they are playing a song. Hire a DJ. The play, place is packed for this game. You got to hire a DJ and play over. Duck the duck the sound. There's nothing fucking worse than being in a goddamn Buffalo Wild Wings and a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Budweiser commercial or whatever is like blasting through the place. You know what I'm saying? Well, what if a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial comes on? Well, even worse. You're like, well, even I'm worse. here. <laughs> That's right. I'm in the very place they're advertising. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. What about halftime then? You want to hear Charles and Shaq? Yeah, it's it's tough because it is it is inside it's iconic. I've been in I I've been in Canadian bars back in the day when Don Cherry and Ron McLean would get on for Coach's Corner. The entire place is riveted to that more than the game almost, you know? So I would say, yeah, we want to hear the halftime what Chuck has to say and check. Okay. And and to a lesser extent, Kenny. Okay, that does sound like a very easy DJ gig. I could have done that. Totally. That's just an iPod. That's just a iPod in the ox. It's I, like it, iPod. Jesus, how old am I? Whoever does trivia there on the, their trivia night, just bring them in. You know how they play songs while you're answering yeah, the yeah, questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's easy. It's easy. so easy. Um, okay, I want to get your take on another dilemma I had. Okay. Um, went to dinner at a friend's house last night. Very close okay. friend, known him forever. All right. Do I know this person? Uh, yes, you do know this person. Yes. Okay. Okay. You'll uh, tell me after. Uh, yeah, it's not that I don't. I, I just. Okay, here I'll just ask the question. Went to their house for dinner last night. How would you feel about commenting or making a request about the temperature in someone else's house? Mm. You Be- <laughs> Because I know they like to keep their house warmer than I do. Totally okay. fine. Okay. And on our way there, Jill was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, right? And we're going at night. And I'm like, what are you just like, I know it's going to be hot. And she's <laughs> okay. very, she, she likes it freezing. Yeah. So she's like, I know I'm going to be good. I'm wearing like jeans and a, a long sleeve t-shirt. And I'm like, yeah, okay. it'll be fine. I walk yeah. in there and I'm like, I'm, this is like, I might pass out hot. <laughs> so like of course sonic. I did the, uh, <laughs> I do the surreptitious, like, uh, take a gander around the corner at the thermostat. 77 degrees. Oh, come on. What, what is going on? <laughs> 77 degrees Fahrenheit. 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, no. it is it is my friend Adam. He's very tall, six foot five, string okay. bean. Maybe he has okay. bad circulation. I mean... Takes a lot for the blood to, to get everywhere in his giant body. Okay. All right. Uh, but, you know, if someone, I, if someone I didn't know or didn't know very well, I wouldn't say anything, and I would just sweat through it. So, what, did you say something? Uh, yeah, but I asked him. I was like... Do you nor- like? Do you normally keep it this hot in here? And I didn't say like, could you turn it down? Right. Even though I know him very well, I still didn't feel it was my place because like I, I I grew up in a house that was always freezing, mm-hmm. and Same. everyone that came to my house, especially my family, like my other family, 
would just yell at my dad. What's wrong with you? This is an icebox. What you're wasting money keeping it this cold? Like, I my my I remember my grandparents would always bring slippers to my house because they couldn't walk around on the floor because yeah, it was yeah. too cold. People would br- be bringing hoodies, sweatshirts over, and my dad held he held firm. He was like, "No, this is the temperature that I like it. Got to stick with it." But there were times when I could kind of see him getting annoyed that people would like come in the house and the first thing they would say is the hell's wrong with you <laughs> so a little sensitive to it and it's so, also uh, so what, what did he keep it at my parents yeah oh uh, like probably like 67 well i need uh i need celsius in this case because you're in canada <laughs> you really want to put yourself in it no, uh, i want to compare it to what my mom always had okay okay 67 fahrenheit to Celsius, 19 degrees. 16 is what my mother had it set. Wow. Middle of winter. That is aggressive. Now, is that because they just didn't want to turn the heat on at all? I mean, you know, it's Toronto Was it a cost-saving thing? Uh, Probably cost-saving, yeah, a little bit, you know. She's, uh, my mom's Irish, Belfast, you know. Yeah, thrifty. We didn't come from money, but, uh, and always cold, too, my mother, right? So... She would keep the, the the thermostat was at 16 and, uh, you know, then she would have a roaring fire constantly in, in the in the fireplace, right? That's that's just because she loved s'mores. <laughs> Maybe. Constantly Maybe. roasting a marshmallow. But but don't you think that, like, when you live somewhere, like, especially if you if I haven't been outside, like, I'll just be in my house. I don't have central air, so mm-hmm. the, the temperature is always wonky and hard to control in my apartment. But then, like, someone will come over, like, my girlfriend will come over and she'll be like, it is fucking scorching in here. And I'll just right. be like, oh, I just didn't realize because I was like the, the proverbial frog in boiling water. You know, right. the temperature is just slowly <laughs> ticking up and I don't realize that it's hot. Yeah. But how hot would it have to be for you to say something if you had dinner at my apartment? Oh, 77 is around. You, so what would you say? Would you go hit it directly on? Like, do you think you could lower the temperature? Or would you would just do, do a passive pro- aggressive? I like think I would I do your, your move. The, the <laughs> wow, it's so hot in here. Do you always have it this hot? That kind of thing. Or I just fucking just go up to the thermostat and turn. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> ultimate <laughs> insult. The <laughs> ultimate insult. Imagine doing that in Tasmalis's house. Oh, he hates it when people touch a thermostat. <laughs> does he? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he does. He, he does. does. He does. Yeah. Um, all right. I got to settle this for you. This one came through on the Discord. Remember, if you join Patreon, patreon.com slash is this good, you can join the Discord and you can ask us questions. And people were debating this one, so I thought I'd ask you. Surrey wrote, settle me this. My neighbors who have a connecting backyard with mine, uh, only bushes separate the yards, have been going into our yard without asking and using the swings we have. Am I an asshole if I ask them to stop doing that? What do you okay. think? <laughs> do you have a yard right uh, now? I have a yard, yeah. Anything fun in it? No. No. It's a bit just of a wasteland. Rusted. <laughs> just, just rusted. Just rusted out. things. There's a, there's a and poison ivy. There. <laughs> <laughs> there was some poison oak back there. Uh, we got rid of that. It's literally, uh, it's a big backyard, but it's on a hill that goes towards the house. So there's not, we're not like passing the football back there you know what i mean like it's not really for kids necessarily since we got hazel the dog uh it's great because we can it's big enough for us to throw the ball and for her to like we need with a chucker kind of thing 
and she can run the length of it and come back and she gets a great run in. But other than that, no, there's nothing special back there. So, so your cat's in the cradle, like, uh, <laughs> could you teach me to throw? I said, not today. The backyard's too sloped anyways. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly Okay, right. so how would you deal with this situation? Because I think it is totally reasonable to not want the neighbor's kids coming over and using your swing set. Why? Because you'd be liable if they hurt themselves. Okay. There is that, I guess. <laughs> like, oh, if you want to bring the law into it. Yeah, there is that. So you're basically saying, who gives a fuck, just let people trespass upon your yard well i mean it's a joint backyard it sounds like it's not a joint backyard i don't know the phrase connecting backyard is a weird phrase says bushes separate the yards yeah every yard is connected look if you don't want people on your swings put up his fence i guess or go out there with a waiver and say sign this waiver i don't know or get a very aggressive dog you could get yeah, but it sounds to me like it's one of those suburban places where they haven't erected fences, right? And yeah, you, it's clear there's no fence. Yeah, good fences so, make good neighbors. I've heard that. And if you have a swing set, uh, presumably you have kids too, right? I mean, they left that out of the. the yeah, theme. but you have cool kids. The oh, neighbors' kids what it suck. <laughs> they're they're swinging too aggressively. Mm-hmm. They might knock that whole thing down. Right. And wasn't there in a follow-up? Are you getting to the follow-up? Well, so I'll say, you know, some people said, like Hootsky said, you are absolutely not an asshole in this scenario. Okay. And then Surya responded, they have a trampoline. Should I just throw my kids on it? To yes. which I say, why do they want to come use your swings if they have a trampoline? Trampoline <laughs> is a way cooler and rarer than a swing set, wouldn't you say? Uh, around here, we, there's a lot of trampolines we see. I don't see a lot of swing sets. I would say trampoline, much higher likelihood that you're going to get injured on it, though. Oh, yeah. We call them death traps here. but That's what makes it fun. Exactly. And you get way more use. Like, kids get bored of swing sets almost immediately, I think. Yeah, especially once they hit, like, what What would you say? Nine? Ten? I would say earlier. If you start on that swing set around four or five, like, they don't make them for bigger kids right so i think by seven you're out it's like the it's the worst investment you can make in your backyard i would even go so far as to say i hear this all the time if i'm watching like uh, real estate porn you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh we need a big backyard for the kids i'm like no you don't you absolutely do not need because the kids they never fucking go out there they never go out there Real estate porn is where the uh, woman visiting the house sleeps with the realtor <laughs> in a closet. Yeah. Real and you watch porn. it for your pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I, so this, you're saying the answer is don't have anything fun in your backyard. Keep That's it sloped. Exact. Unless it's a pickleball court. <laughs> oh, God. Or a pool. No, the pool is even worse. That's the yeah. most liable thing. Then you have yeah. to have a fence, I think, in most places. Did you ever pool hop? As a kid or a teen, no. like hop into someone's backyard pool? Oh, like uh, without their permission. Correct. Uh, public pools, yes. We, there yes. were no there were no private pools where we lived. 
<laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey, how do you know you're how do you know you're poor? There's no private pools and the temperature in your house is 60 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh yeah, Sam, I've jumped in a a, a public pool, hopped to hop the fence at night, but never yeah. someone's. But but it seems like such a classic like American teen movie rite of passage thing. Totally, yeah. Too yeah. too scary to me. Uh because of getting caught and yeah. shot. <laughs> well, now, yeah. I mean, I think as yeah. a teen, I didn't worry so much about that, especially in Canada. Right. But yeah, just yeah. getting yelled at by a crazy yeah. person that runs out of their house. Yeah, a security card at uh, the at the public pool, not scary at all. Yeah, they're at just all. like, yeah, though yeah. they did ticket some people. I don't know. I got away without getting a ticket. But the time that I went that I'm thinking of, this was actually, I was old. I was like in Toronto. We were working together. It was that insanely hot summer. I can't remember what summer it was, but we hopped a pool. And mm. yeah, definitely. They were like clearly looking for, you know, yeah. it was entrapment basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, so if they were, they were like, expecting us. If there's high rises or if there's like uh, residences close by, people complain. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. You before we get to it. housekeeping, JD, uh, how's your uh, stomach feeling? Just feeling okay. Okay. Good, I'm all good, right. Good. Uh, all right. We have merch. We do. Saw Tass wearing it on. Oh, no dunks. It looked good. It looked it good did on look him. Good. Though he was also talking shit about. It. He said Trey's shirt looked better than his shirt. Uh, yeah, because it was Grateful Dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we need one with a skull on it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get John Mayer in and is this good shirt? <laughs> um. So send us pictures of the merch if you're wearing it. Or if you happen to do a podcast with video, don't bother. We'll just screen cap it. Mm. Uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash isthisgood. We had our live stream last week. It was super fun. Thanks to everyone that came. We talked weddings a bunch, talked about prints, talked about uniforms, talked about speaking of tasks. There were a lot of Gary stories. Yes. People were asking yes. about stories about Tass's drunken alter ego. Yeah. Uh, send me emails at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe to Is This Good on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And checked again. Our Apple Podcast rating is still 4.9. So let's get that up to 5. Yeah, let's do it. All right, some follow-up, J.D. Last week on The Great Beyond, we were talking about how airlines were starting to charge for uh, paper boarding passes. And we were theorizing, like, what other ways could they screw us over when they already charge us for every little thing? And you were talking about, well, a way to get good service on an airplane uh and you told the story of your friend derek who mm -hmm. was a flight attendant and when he flies he gives treats yes to the flight attendants little treats little trinkets just a little a way to brighten their day I guess. a way to brighten their day all right well jack b sent in an email and said i wanted to confirm jd's story from the great beyond this week bringing gifts for flight attendants is good and works remarkably well my partner suggested we bring gifts this past New Year's Day as we were flying from San Francisco to Sydney. Usually, I respond no to any question initially posed. I was not <laughs> enthused and discouraged the idea. That's right. Jack is a great partner. Um, I was overruled, and we brought chocolate items, 10 to $15 per person, wrapped, and handed them to the attendants as they came by our row. I felt weird. While it was my partner's idea, I was tasked with actually handing the gifts over. Jack, that's your wife's way of getting you back for saying no immediately to every idea. Uh, 
The flight attendants seemed genuinely touched, were very thankful during the interaction. The gifts started to roll in quickly, with offers of champagne and other liquor frequently being offered. We got the travel away bag from first class with the eye mask and toothbrush setup, and were given two different cheese plates, at one point being woken up to be given more food from the attendants. Damn. If you are trying to have no staff interaction while flying, it would not be good, but all in all, it was such a good experience, I'm tempted to try it again on a longer or international flight. We had the peg of it being a holiday, but since gifts aren't generally exchanged on new year's day i'm not even sure if the peg is necessary keep up the good work p hound again that's from jack b wow so the dare theory proves to be true i mean I, I mean i didn't think it was false in the sense that of course they're going to be thankful for you giving them a gift as everyone else generally tries to make their life a living hell right but to me the question is still like this this does remind me a bit um, you see this trend on the internet where parents say, you know, I got a toddler going on this long flight, so what I do is I'll create these little gift bags for the people sitting yeah. around me. They'll have like earplugs and a little chocolate treat and um, I don't know what else, like a little n- handwritten note that says it's Eleanor's first time flying <laughs> and though she's a wonderful baby, you know, she might be crying at certain points and we just yeah. really appreciate your patience. Here's a $5 Starbucks gift card yeah. in exchange, which I think that's fucking lame. I mean, you could say it's nice, but it's <laughs> so performative and over the top it's just called life. We were all babies once. We know mm-hmm. that we cry on airplanes. It's not the baby's fault. Just, you know, be a good parent. I'm going to disagree with you a little on the performative part about it. You know what I mean? Just because it, when you have a toddler, you will have a toddler one day on a flight. You are so incredibly self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. Like you're walking on... And you just know, like, ah, I'm now I'm the asshole with the baby and everybody hates me already. Like, you just assume that everybody fucking hates your guts. So it's a way to help you feel less self-conscious, really. You know what okay, I mean? But, but how, many, how many treat bags are you bringing? Because you're bringing, let's say, for the people in your row. Yeah. And then the people behind you, and then the and people in front, in front of, of you, and yeah. if your baby is really crying, then you got to go back like eight rows. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, that's the amount of people that would be quote unquote disturbed by hearing a crying baby. So I, I don't really know where you draw the line. I guess you do I'm like just... that Halloween thing of you just leave a giant bucket outside and you can just pass around <laughs> that's right, that's tiny right. Kit Kat bars and be like, "Take one. My yeah. toddler's an asshole." Yeah. Here's some earplugs. Strap in. Now, it's a uh, – I get it. I agree with you that I don't think it's necessary. I do think that people have to get over this fucking thing about babies on airplanes. Like, yes. You know, take – you know, they're called noise-canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. You know? Or just headphones. Just listen to some music. Straight up Watch headphones. a movie. Exactly. Um, and, it, and it can suck. And it's like you spin the wheel and uh, – it comes up baby sometimes, and you got to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, and sometimes it comes up overly chatty uh, grandma, and sometimes mm-hmm. it comes up uh, angry man, and sometimes <laughs> it comes up person yelling into their cell phone. Right. Sometimes it comes up a man who keeps shitting his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just to be, uh, for, again, just to be clear, 100% clear, I was not wearing pants when I shit. 
I shit okay. just I on the floor. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's why you should never wear pants, JD, just in case. Uh, all right. Another piece of follow-up. We talked about on the show with Jay Skeets. Go back and listen to that. It was a great episode. Uh, we talked about voice notes versus text. And mm. you brought up voice to text, a separate category where, of course, you put the phone up to your face and you just say, hi, period. I'm going to be a bit late for the show, JD. <laughs> um, sent. So I, I just shit on my floor. <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry, I'm just laughing now because you did send me a text like eight minutes before the show that said, I'm running a bit late. Is that why you were running late? I mean, yes, in a way. It happened way before, but yes. Okay. It did knock everything back. Uh, okay, so you said on the show that Rachel, your wife, uh, was sending someone a voice to text. Yeah. And, like, whatever, we'll be there in an hour, basically normal text. But then couldn't shut it off and then started having a conversation with you, I believe. <laughs> and the whole thing went in the voice to text. So could you set the scene? And then I know you dug up the text. I did. Because you didn't have it with you uh, spur of the moment. And no. then feel free to read it to us. <laughs> so it's exactly as you described. She was at – usually she's on her phone. Or, sorry, her watch. And that's why she uses utilizes the talk to text. Mm -hmm. But I think she's just gotten into the habit of it. I know a lot of people who just prefer to talk to text because it's easier than, you know, uh, thumbs going crazy and whatever. And uh, I do it from time to time, too. Um, so anyway, she was <laughs> she was saying the the message was, thanks for asking, Robert. And that's it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. And now, Robert, someone she knows well or not so well? Well, Robert is a is a good. Uh, he's a he's a friend. Um, it's not like a you know. Uh, it's not like a not like if this happened to you or you know uh, somebody that we know really really well. He's not, we don't know him that well, but he's a he's a good friend. Um, so you, he's you an older gentleman. Turn, you wouldn't tell him to turn down the heating in his house if you went over. No, there. no you don't no, know him that no, well. Absolutely not. Um, but he's a great guy. Uh, and he's an older guy. Yeah. Um, and I think they were talking about pickleball or something. Anyways. <laughs> what a fucking surprise. Yeah, fucking surprise there. Uh, so she wanted to say simply, thanks for asking, Robert. And I'll uh -huh. just read the text and then I will break it down after. Okay. So it says, thanks for asking, Robert, period. Oh, if you can go into my bag, it's in there. Is it not on the chair, the pineapple chair? There's also still more turd in the fridge. Oh, my God. This thing is still recording. <laughs> All is still recording. Sending a message to Robert. Stop recording. Oh, my God. Thanks for asking, Robert. <laughs> it's still going. I want to stop eating my own <laughs> it, so I want to see it. Anyways, I think I was saying I want to see it. I think it picked up that. So, yeah. So, thanks for asking, Robert. And then I guess she – I asked her for something uh, or she was asking me to pass her something. And so, we have a chair that's <laughs> that's a pineapple chair because it's covered in pineapples. It's uh -huh. the design Because of the you guys chair. are swingers. Yeah, that's right. We put it up front every so often. Uh, still no bites. <laughs> um, the turd she's referring to that's in the fridge, she had – <laughs> For the kids, she started making this uh, – basically this very unhealthy trail mix of almonds and chocolate chips. Okay. And a 
a big sort of uh, container of it was left in the car and it completely melted. And then she brought it inside and put it in the fridge and it was a solid hunk of ba- – looked like turd. So she was like uh, offering it to me if I want a little piece of that as a snack. Uh-huh. And then, of course, she realizes that it's still recording and uh, yeah. And she – it was pure panic from her because – it would. She couldn't figure out how to stop stop it. A and B. If it had sent to this guy Robert, again, he's a good friend, but he's not that kind of friend. It's like, and it's just way too hard to explain. You know what I mean? So, oh, so, so none of this ever sent. Luckily, I got my hands on the phone and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but I could totally see you saying, "Oh, let me fix this," and then just press yeah, just send, send. You if it was anybody it. else, I probably would have. But Robert. Eh. Robert's cool. He's just – it would just take way too long to explain. Um, so did you have a – JD can has a little turd as a treat? <laughs> Please don't talk about turds anymore. <laughs> I know. Okay. Bad day. All right. One last piece of follow-up. So I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, we were talking about on last show about school uniforms. I was talking about uh, how I was scarred for life when I went to the uniform store and the salesperson yes. asked me if I'd like to see something in the husky section. Mm. And so someone, uh, 65% font on Twitter, sent in this picture and said, I found a picture of Matt uh, as a school kid in his uniform. <laughs> now, this is an AI image, and I want you oh, to tell fuck. me, do you think this looks like me? Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. It kind of does. It kind of does, It kind of right? does. Oh, that's scary. Isn't that weird? Fuck. So I, 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 this picture, like, I didn't look... First of all, this isn't... I don't know. I would say... How old is the... I would say the kid in this is 14, 15. He's got quite the 5 o'clock shadow of yeah, a 14-year-old. The, but... the AI didn't take out the beard. <laughs> My hair still... was never, like, curly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't wear glasses when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. I mean, this looks AI generated for sure, but God, why are you standing in front of a double decker bus? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was kind of thinking like it looked like a TTC um, streetcar a little bit. Yeah. But I didn't go to school in Toronto, so that doesn't make sense either. Right. But this kind of looks like a picture that is on the internet. I don't. I tried to like reverse engineer it. Right. But right. It, it looks like something from when we were on the No Season Required tour, actually, because I was wearing glasses at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But still fucking oh scary God, to me. I, I but... think I look a little bit like uh, like Jackson, mm. your son. A little bit. Don't you think? A little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is like a, a So bizarro... this is our love child, J.D. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Right, what should we name him? <laughs> um, hus- uh, hus- <laughs> Husky. Husky Hal. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, this it. is a visual element, so I will share this uh, to the Instagram account mm-hmm. once this show comes out, because this is just scary, quite It's frankly. got a Harry Potter vibe to it. Yes, very Harry like Potter. alternate universe Harry Potter. Um, all right, JD, it's time to talk about Stakes. Stakes, of course, is a sports prediction game where you compete against thousands of other fans to prove you're the smartest. It's free to play, and the more accurate your predictions, the more you win. Funny I should just say accurate your predictions, because I've been bragging that the past... The two weeks, well, before this past week, we've got three out of four right, 75%, yeah. which is, like, crazy good, I think. Last week, we went one for four. 
You know, it's those pesky fucking Celtics kept winning games when we thought they were done. Yeah. So we didn't do so well. But the finals are here. So there's still time to go four for four. And I think we're going to do it this week. Let me pull up the app. All right, first question. The NBA Finals have finally arrived. Who takes game one, Heat or Nuggets? Now, I have not said this on the show, but I am, I'm predicting a sweep. So I'm going to say the Nuggets. Okay, I, I agree with you, too. I think if the Heat are going to win, I think they might win game one. Or they need to win game one. Like You're going to hear all this bullshit rest versus rust, but right. I, I'm choosing rest in this scenario. <laughs> okay. The Heat just went through a seven-game series. They seem tired, not just in game seven, but throughout the series. Um, and also, they're flying to Denver, mm-hmm. altitude. I say the Nuggets win. To me, it's going max five. So let's pick Nuggets. Do you, do you think... Okay, so I'm saying sweep. I'm saying Nuggets in four, but the gentleman's sweep is in play. Sure. I mean, and the Nuggets seem like real gentlemen, so maybe that's what's going to happen. But, uh, it, but either if they way, let them win the first game, that, that would be a douchebag sweep. That's a douchebag sweep. So they're not douchebags. They're not winning. It's Nuggets. Okay, then I think that's going to answer this next question. Which duo will combine for the most points, Jokic, Murray, or Butler, Adebayo? This is an easy one. Yeah. Jokic and Murray. Adebayo, 100%. like, barely scored. Um, Murray's been on fire. Jokic has been amazing. So I think yeah, that but one Yeah, but what about rust versus rest? Well, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. We've seen the Heat. They're an eight seed, but sure, they beat the number one seed Celtics. Anything's possible. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb Martin averaged 19.3 points per game versus Boston. Will he score over or under that in game one? So over 19.3 points? Or under? Let's say under. Okay. And then final question. Jokic has notched eight triple-doubles in 15 postseason games this year. Will he record a triple-double in game one? I'm going to say yes, absolutely. Agree. Okay. Perfecto. I feel I feel better about this one than any one we've done so far. Me too. That's a Great. four for four. If you want to see if you can beat us, if you're in the U.S. or Canada on an iOS phone, go to playwithstakes.com slash is this good to download stakes and start your journey to becoming a sports god. That's playwithstakes.com slash is this good. JD, let's win some points so we can get cool little treasure boxes. Yeah. I didn't get my treasure boxes last time. Yeah, I want to click right. on them. I want to see it spin around. I want to get points to dress up my little avatar (laughs) and make him look cool before these playoffs end all right let's get to the comment of the week this is a youtube comment from steve romero and he says the wonderful thing about is this good is that they can never jump the shark they just had a half hour conversation about ranking ice for christ's sakes uh so thanks for that uh steve before we get into the ice part of this conversation because we had a question about someone who was complaining that ice water is the default in, in North America. Yeah. And he was saying, according to Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine, ice water is not good for you. And he, w- he wanted the default to be no ice. Right. Anyways, turns out that that dumb topic, a lot of people responded to it. So we we'll had some more. I cannot believe the amount of feedback we got I know. on ice. Crazy. I know. I know. It's crazy. But I wanted to talk about jumping the shark itself as a concept for a second right so if you don't know but you probably do it's the moment where a tv show or i guess really anything does something ridiculous or hacky or super implausible 
and that's said to mark the show's creative decline. Like they're right. out of ideas. So of course this refers to like happy days where the Fonz is water skiing. He goes over a a jump yeah. uh, or a ramp in the water and he jumps over a shark. Yes. And uh, that's where the phrase jumping the shark comes from. Did you know? So I, I looked up on Wikipedia is like these two guys from the University of Michigan coined the phrase in 1985 after they were watching that episode of Happy Days. Right. And they created a website called jumptheshark.com where they sort of recorded like different TV shows and where they thought those shows jumped the shark. Right. These fuckers sold that website for over a million dollars wow. in 2006. Who bought it? Uh, citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on Wikipedia, so I believe it. Is, is the, other... the website still alive? Uh, that's a great question. Huh. Well, I'll, do, I'll do a quick Goog while, uh, okay. while we're talking. Uh, the other funny thing I learned was that it was create the stunt of him jumping the shark, of Henry Winkler jumping the shark, was created to show off Winkler's real-life water skiing skills. Oh, <laughs> Imagine they're okay. like, fuck, we got to work that in somehow. Uh, but I had a question for you, because did you watch Happy Days? Like, on I did. reruns yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And while I watched in, in its regular run, I guess. In its regular, because it was like late 70s? Uh, yeah, I think so. Was, was the Jump the Shark episode in 85? No. No, no, no. It was, it, I think it would have been in the 70s, because it was... Oh, yes, it aired September 20th, 1977. It was okay, season yeah, yeah. five, episode three. Yeah, I probably watched that episode live. And were you like, oh, fuck, this show used to be so good. <laughs> now I can't take it seriously anymore. And by the way, the show went on to be number one for years after the yeah. Jump the Shark moment. So, yeah. Uh, no. Oh, it just. Oh, that's interesting. Jumpthesharkcom gets redirected to tvguide.com. So maybe that's okay. who bought it. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah. Did it mean anything to you in the moment? Ju Fonz jumping the shark? Yeah. No. It meant nothing to me. I, everything, you know, at that age, I was six, I guess. So it was just like everything was gospel. I didn't even realize it was a comedy, probably. I was just like, oh, these the Fonz is so cool. How does he get the jukebox working? How, his office is the men's room? What? You know, like, is that is that a thing? He was a bathroom attendant. He would he would always say, "Let's talk in my office," and then they would go into the men's room. Oh, that's why people say that. Yeah, I've heard so many people say that. Okay, well, it's all coming together for me. Okay, so so you mentioned the Fonz and how cool he was. This is my question because I just watched the season finale or the series finale of Barry. Not going to okay. give any spoilers. Okay. Don't worry. All right. But Henry Winkler is in that playing Gene Cousineau, a super over the top, hilarious funny character yeah and then he was also in arrested development playing a hilarious character yeah and he's also in parks and rec playing a hilarious comedic character <laughs> so looking back on it as someone that didn't watch happy days i'm actually confused now looking back like was the fawns legitimately cool in happy days or was it like ironically like people knew he was kind of like a joke yeah, it's a great it's a great question. I think that people thought he was cool, but he is very unlikely cool guy right. in real life. But I think they were like I've I feel like I remember interviews with Gary Marshall and uh, whoever else created that show, um, and they were just like this unassuming guy comes in and he just nailed the audition and they just loved him. Like he's just 
you know, he's a great actor. He's 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 hilarious. The, obviously, the guy is hilarious. And I guess he just pulled it off for that at that time. Plus, you you got to remember that this is a show that took place in the fifties that was airing in the seventies. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, you have to think of what it was like in the seventies and just the whole concept of the show was looking back at these happy days, you know, where it wasn't like there wasn't a fucking gas shortage and, you know, all this, you know, Vietnam hadn't uh, happened yet, you know, all that stuff. Back when America was great, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's it's very much like a That 70s Show. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like in the, or yeah, in the 90s and that's 20 years earlier. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the Fonz was actually cool, but because I was thinking like, who... Like, let's say in, in, I don't know, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. like someone who's going to be go, who's going to go from the coolest motherfucker alive on television right. to being like a sort of hapless joke schlub character. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to see who that ends up being. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, and I feel like Robert De Niro keeps trying to do that. Mm, interesting. Yes. Like, like a noted cool guy. Yeah. Uh, kind of scary guy in a lot of movies. Mm hmm intense guy in a lot of movies but then yeah. like why does he always want to be in like dirty grandpa and like he was in that movie the comedian which i saw which was terrible where he's a comedian right not yeah. not to be confused with king of comedy yeah uh and then he has this new movie coming out with sebastian maniscalco like yeah and he's a, like a caricature of his old characters kind of thing right like, well that was like a meet the fuckers uh, yeah meet the parents kind of scenario yeah yeah I guess no you're right in, in midnight run during his like imperial period right right where he where that's a comedy an action comedy yeah but anyways he doesn't pull it off as as well as henry winkler i'll say that he doesn't have the comedic chops yeah he's not he's simply not as funny and getting back to the fonz being cool look at the rest of the cast like you got ron howard richie cunningham you got potsy you got ralph mouth was that his name ralph mouth I mean, these are the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're these are some of the dorkiest characters that have ever been on television. So it's not. If you look at it from that point of view, I mean, it's easy for the Fonz to be cool, <laughs> you know, like Henry Winkler to pull it off. All you have to do is wear a leather jacket. Yeah, but he was he was evoking like James Dean mm-hmm. era coolness, 100%. right? Yeah. But God, but he James just wasn't Dean that so handsome. much cooler. Like imagine, okay, if James Dean hadn't died. Would James Dean have grown up and been, like, in screwball comedies? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. The Fonz, man. Listen, it's a good lesson in life because all the Fonz did was wear a leather jacket and tell people he was cool. And you put a girl on either either arm on him, and he's cool. He's just cool. But it's funny funny putting yourself in Henry Winkler's, like, being like... (laughs) You know, being kind of like this neurotic Jewish kind of classic comedic character and being like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm putting on yeah. a leather jacket and pretending I'm cool? I, I bet in real life he's much closer to that kind of comedic character than he is to like unflappable cool guy. Oh, totally. But that's why he's... I guess that's what acting is, JD. That's, that's acting. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so getting back to Ice for a second here, we have someone who is a hospitality professional who lived in China... Okay. Writing in because you were questioning, like, what does he talk? Is China, they have no ice in China. Like, oh, they're telling you warm water is good for you. All right. Well, this is what this 
hospitality professional in China says. Ancient Chinese medicine suggests warm water is better for health. This is likely due to the fact that boiling water kills bacteria. In America, all that shit is filtered out, so you don't have to worry. The only reason service begins with ice water is because it saves a trip to the table and suffices the Karens who want immediate service. If you want iceless water, just ask for water with no ice when they bring any other beverages to the table. Is that Uh, not what I said? Phil, that's That's what you said. That's exactly what I said. Okay, but Jake said, ice water sucks. You're getting a fraction of the actual volume of water. It's too cold to drink quickly. And you want me to ask the waitstaff for no ice? I'd love to, but have you ever been to a restaurant recently? The overworked 17-year-old waiter isn't exactly prioritizing my water request. And as a last one, again, we got so many comments about ice water. A real live Italian man that listens to the show, Mirko wow. Andrioli, wrote in with a warning for J.E. Skeets. Because J.E. Skeets told us on last week's show, or this week's show, that he is going to northern Italy on vacation. Yes. So this Italian friend writes in to say, Skeets, you better be ready for a lesser amount of ice on this trip to northern Italy. (laughs) The North American level of ice in a drink is unmatched in Europe. If you ask for ice, expect two little cubes at most, know it before, and don't get upset about it. (laughs) So Mirko standing up for his countrymen saying... Look, we don't got ice. Hey, that's and that's fine. I and mean, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. I feel also, like, like ice water has been around for what a hundred years. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. Probably, what do you well, mean a hundred years? Well, where do you pull that from? Well, how long? How old is refrigeration? How like, old like, is like, ice? Do you literally want me to Google that? I'm going to Google ice. How I mean, I'm saying like old, readily available ice. Like, uh, you know. If you watch Deadwood, they're they're drinking like whiskey and warm beer. You know, there's no ice in Deadwood, and that was what 150 years ago. So, like, <laughs> I typed in how old are ice cubes, and it said ice cube is 53 years old. <laughs> there you go. No, no, ice cube, the guy. Oh, the ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not getting a good answer, and if I look up how old is ice, it's probably going to tell me be, like yeah. in Antarctica the. <laughs> Oldest ice flow is there's no good way to Google this. Yeah, well, it's refrigeration, right? It's just like like well, common I, re- no, refrigeration. No, but it's, it's different. It's a level above refrigeration. I, there's refrigeration and there's freezing. Yeah, I'm just saying that in the in the history of mankind, yes, ice is pretty new. People are just they're still into it. <laughs> so you're saying that. The final chapter on ice hasn't been written yet. We should all keep an open mind. Exactly. We're, right. we're in, if it's if it if history is nine innings long, we're only in inning four of ice right. existing. Right. Yeah. At least wait till you get to the seventh inning stretch <laughs> to figure out how we feel about ice. Yeah. Right. Well, awesome. a lot of people being like, "Is this good? how serious could this problem be?" I'm like, I hope you've realized by now that nothing <laughs> we talk about on this show is serious in any way. Even when the topics like veer, like we discuss school uniforms, I think it's probably the most serious topic we've discussed in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not serious. It's not serious at all. It's not serious at all. Yeah. So that's just. <laughs> I'll leave you with that on this week's show. Listen to us, but don't. No, hear us, but don't listen to us. Yeah, we don't know what we're talking. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just. <laughs> out here bullshitting uh this podcast is the verbal equivalent of shitting outside the shower yeah exactly right you didn't we don't know what we're gonna we don't know what's gonna happen no idea half the time we didn't mean to do the things we do (laughs) exactly right sometimes a little gross 
<laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. And then, uh, through the process of editing, JD has to clean it up after. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. <laughs> so we'll let you get back to that. Listen to next week's show coming out early Monday. Go back and listen to the show with Jay Skeets if you haven't yet. Email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. JD, last week I had fever. That was my flu game. This week you are on death's door. Your sinuses are pounding. Yeah. Your like cheeks are nervous, so thank My you for coming are on. Clenched. You did I'm a great job. I'm afraid to fart over here. Okay, well, just don't, just don't do that. <laughs> How about that? All right, don't worry. We're ending now. This is JD and Matt <laughs> reaching out from the great beyond. We'll see you next week.